Breaking. 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 Uh, imposter. The imposter. Imposter. Breaking. The imposter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking the Imposter podcast. My name is Jermaine Ward. I have here today with me Dennis DeHolta. He is a full stack developer at International Safety, and he's also an assistant instructor of UFT. I bet he does a lot more things. So could you fill us in on any gaps that I might have had with your introduction? Nobody. You got me pretty dead on. I didn't think uh, you would hear every point, but that sounds like me in a nutshell. Okay, awesome. And how exactly did you start out as a full stack developer? I'd assume that you being a teaching assistant, your assistant instructor, that you're doing that for web development too. So how did you start off on that career path? Uh, well, the road here has definitely been a journey, if I were to describe it in one word. Uh, but it, it it's funny that you ask because it kind of came through a whim. It wasn't really something that I had brewing inside me for a long period of time. It was something I kind of stumbled upon. And when I chased the idea, it uh, it grew on me. Okay, so what about it? If it's something that was not even like in your peripherals or anything, like what about it was just like you started building those small momentum blocks to be like, oh, you know what? This has not been me, but this could definitely be me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, I I had that moment to myself uh, when I was starting to have the initial thoughts to, uh, to make that big leap, right? Because... It's a funny story. So, you know, usually when you're in between jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I don't mean like out of work, but like what the work I used to do before, I could get a job within the week. Like if I like where I worked at, just pick up the phone, make a couple phone calls, get a job, right? So that was kind of the situation. I was in transition. So I had like three weeks uh, break in between the jobs, right? So what do you what do you usually do when you have a break in between jobs, right? You go on vacation. Yeah. No shit, right? Like you're like you're like hex, yeah, I'm gonna go on vacay, right? So I ended up going to Florida, right? Because my wife was my wife uh, was on mat leave, so she was uh, spending her her time off there in Florida. So I went to Florida, came check her out. She was already there for like a month and a half uh, with a baby, and she was she knows a lot of people internationally so her friend was there and he was like you know so we met up whatever chilling we're hanging out by the beach and whatevs right and uh the dude gets a little beep on his uh iphone watch i'm Mm. like oh what's up what's up with this dude right yeah this is after i've like i'm off my high horse i'm like i got my new job this and that yeah i find out he's a developer Mm. okay and he's there from another country he's working so he's in the states waiting for his papers, but he's earning American money on his time on the beach remotely as an international to an American company. And like, I walked away. I remember like very clearly, I walked in there with like this feeling of like, (laughs) it's going to sound bad, but like, I'm the shit, man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm the shit. Like I Mm -hmm. walked in there with that feeling. Yeah. And then when I met that, when I met that guy and, it's just I walked out of there like completely without words. And yeah. that's that's actually 
what sparked me to look into development. I know it's a long story, but yeah, no, it's like it's one of those things where you just like you're going and you're like, oh yeah, I'm good, and then you're like, whoa, whoa, did I just get humbled? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it was like it was definitely an eye-opening experience, and it brought me onto a path that leads us to speaking today. I mean, like it's just strange how the world is, right? Yeah, it's full disclaimer. Uh, we met at the school where you learned how to be a full stack developer and I learned how to be a UX product designer. So it's just amazing how you just like, you're like, Oh, this looks like a good opportunity for me. And then you just like kind of said, you know what? Let me check this out. Even though I'm getting steady work, even though I could find jobs very easily, there's just something else that you found with that experience where it's just like, wait, maybe there's something else for me that I haven't been looking for before. Right. Yeah, I like, it's funny because when I came back, right, mm -hmm. it was just, it was burning on the back of my mind. And like, my problem is if I get an idea, I have to like see it through. So I just, you know, I was doing a little bit of research on it. It was burning me. And it just got to a point where I realized that the things that I really loved about the job that I was doing at that time were really focused around like helping people with tools, making tools, like really creating stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it really started to resonate with the whole culture behind web development or software, any kind of software engineering. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it was that what that started to like kind of reel me and hook me in. Like, I mean, you know, being a father of a, of a small baby and like, you know, whatever, like you have your family life, you have your work life. Mm -hmm. And I used to just come home and chill and that was it. That was, that was, that was it. Just get away from my time. Yeah. So it was like really hard. It was like, it was hard to make a decision to say, no, I'm going to give up that leisure mm -hmm. to learn mm -hmm. and research and be a fanatic about it. Like, like. For me, it was there was no there was no there was no middle ground. You're either in the shallow, or you're in the deep end, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah like it's it was crazy. Yeah, because if you're like in the middle, like your head is like you're trying to keep your head above water, but you're also trying to make sure your feet are touching the ground, so you can't really do anything at that point because it's just too much that's that you'd have to equate for instead of just like let me just jump in where it's unknown out of the comfort zone where I'm just on my feet and just like learn how to swim from there. Just to like run with that analogy that, that you brought up just now. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, um, it's kind of like, you can't just go halfway, right? You either go all in or you don't go at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, at least that's my mentality. Maybe it's not the right way to look at it or anything. But, uh, but for me, that was the, the main driver where I was like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the fullest. Right. Yeah. And that's actually, it helped me a lot when it came to decide, okay, you know what, I'm going to leave my work completely mm -hmm. and give this a shot. Yeah. Like I got a lot of resistance. Like everybody thought it was crazy. <laughs> like, like people just were like, what? Like I had people calling me their mom was calling me like it was <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you buddy like people talk about like no you have a family you have this 
this and that. Like, I swear here. to God, dude. Like, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, the world is crazy. You, f- you find out people like care about you when in the weirdest moments. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> Nana, why are you calling me about this right now? Like, I don't, I don't need you to to ramp on me. But it's like it's very interesting too, though, because a lot of times I know I find myself when I there's like new new ventures. It's just like I want to change or I want to make a difference in my life. If I start going at it, like I'm just gonna kind of add it on the side, versus like, you know what? Let me just let me just sacrifice a few things and just be like, put extra time into this that I know is going to take from somewhere else it's like it's not a bad mentality to have like you can't treat everything like that or you're just going to be like changing your main focus from here to there but like when it's a serious commitment that you have to make like into a new career path i think you're not wrong for doing (laughs) it i i I can't see you as wrong because i know i kind of went gung-ho like i'm done like i already put off time for school i know i'm not I know I'm not in working and things like that. So like that mentality, I don't, I don't think that you're wrong for that. Cause a lot of people would be like lukewarm, but would you think you would be still be where you are now if you went maybe, maybe not instead of like all in? Uh, well, it's, it feels good to be vindicated. So I thank you for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I just know myself. Yeah. So I think out of, out of the main things, you should really know yourself. And for me, I just can't, I couldn't be here if, unless I made the full commitment. Uh, and, and like, I totally understand, like I, you know, I teach on a part-time course, hmm. right? So I totally understand. I see people, uh, I had, I was fortunate enough to be able to set myself up. Hmm. So you brought up a good point, which was planning. You got to plan, you got to set your time. You got to, you know, you got to play your cards, right? Move, move things around in your life. Uh, before you make that commitment. So yes, you can't just go willy nilly into stuff without thinking ahead, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a romantic idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, so I can get hit nail on the head. Planning is, is the key here. Um, and that planning must continue while you're making your transition. Like just saying, well, I made the choice to quit my job and start school. That's not enough. Mm. I mean, it's literally not enough. You have to live, breathe, and eat your dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How else is your dream going to come true? Ain't nobody going to walk off the street and give it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's putting it a little bit too real, but that's the truth. No, it's it, it's perfect because, like, this is the way that you're viewing the world, and a lot of people don't think this way, right? A lot of people would expect that maybe – just maybe I could catch my break today. Maybe somebody will come and be able to give me what I need to go where I I know I want to be, but I'm not planning to make it there myself. I'm planning on somebody else. And you're going to wait forever for that next person to, to come to you and be like, oh, yo, Dennis, I know you have just a brand new baby and you're like, <laughs> and like you're married and you're like a good guy, but like, I'm going to just give you a million dollars just because <laughs> I know your situation. It's not going to work like that. You you have to push yourself forward to a certain degree. And it's weird because the universe sometimes just moves things around. So it's accessible to you. Like finding that a teach, um, assistant job, if you weren't doing what you were doing, do you think you would have even been noticed for the role? 
it's funny because I just had this conversation with somebody from my graduating class. And before I was, when I would look for part-time work mm-hmm. outside of my regular job, that's what it is, right? It would be like completely different or totally mundane. So it was like just whatever random work. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find a good niche fit with the skills that I had. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm helping people realize the same dream that I got to realize passing that on, like passing that torch along, right. And giving them some good feedback based on my experience too, right. Like at least like, you know, mentoring or whatnot, right. Mm -hmm. I could never be able to do that before. It was just, to me, that would have been like crazy. If you asked me, that would have been crazy. (laughs) But like, we're like, bro, like you get, get off that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Which is, which is really great. I think that's what keeps me motivated too, with the ability to, to share that wealth of knowledge. And when you look at somebody else, that's like kind of doe eyed, like, I don't know what I'm really doing. And I don't know where to begin. Could you help me out? And you just like kind of whisper to them, like, nobody really knows. Yeah. Let's try and figure out, let's try and figure out how this best works for you. And just like setting up that precedence of like, nobody has the magic formula. People have ideas, but it's not perfect. I may be looking, make it look easy. You may be making it look easy, but you had to or you kind of would still be going through a similar experience that they're going through at the end of the day to reach that next level that they're looking for or you're looking for right yeah and like that's another good point you bring up because a lot of the time even didn't matter whether it's in tech or in finance that i was doing before or just like even sports or whatnot people like i find myself i'm always having that like little fear inside that you got to battle that little man standing on your shoulder that tells you <laughs> that you can't do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's hard because you feel kind of alone in those situations. Like it's only you. Right. Mm-hmm. But it happens to me like all the time, you know, every time I get, to, we are always pushing the boundaries at our job. Yeah. Or at least that's how I stay motivated around this topic. Right. And like, that means I'm going to feel uneasy more often than not. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <Right. laughs> so if it wasn't for that, then why would I not want to keep learning? Like you, I need to have something motivate me and yeah. that fear, conquering that fear is a great feeling, but it's recurring and it, that's part of like, that's part of what pushes me on a daily basis. Uh, and I, I strive to, with students especially, uh, to help them find that motivation for them is, is not easy, right? Mm. I don't know, what motivates you mostly, man? Uh, I think I think it's also that disease where it's just like, doesn't it doesn't feel okay. I don't really like it, but I'm going to do it. I want, I want this thing done. I want to kill it. It's, it's annoying. It's annoying that I'm feeling this way. I don't want to feel this way. I want to kick its butt. Like those are the moments where I'm usually just like, yeah, let's do the next thing. Let's figure out what's more. What, what could I push myself to? And sometimes it, I'm not going to lie. It gets like paralyzing if you let like everything just get to you, but at a certain point, like I just, I just really get mad, I just get mad at the situation and it trying to control me and just be like, no, 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 no. I'm not losing today. I need to get this done. I need to do this. 
gather my thoughts, all those little demons, let them say their say their thoughts. And then just get mad and be like, this is not me. I'm better than this. And just and just go do it. <laughs> Word. Yeah. No, that's a good outlook. I mean, and it's it, what I find amazing is every single person has their own little way of dealing with this, right? And, you know, what I found was there's a lot of value that can be gathered because, you know, you could pull through it, you know, push through the push through your struggles, learn a little bit along the way. Mm-hmm. And then you, you put it out there in the world. And I mean, you can get feedback that you never thought was even possible. Like people would love it. And people, even if people don't like it, whatever that work that you're doing is, uh, or whatever you're trying to achieve, you, you know, at the very least you'll get like amazing feedback so that the next iteration will be that much greater. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I find like I'm, I do most of my learning through that process. Right. And then you get to learn a little bit about yourself along the way. Right. Yeah. I am learning that a lot through say this podcast, even in general too. There's been like, I haven't released yet. I have released yet. Whatever it is, like, I don't know which episode, this episode is going to be good or how good it's going to be, how many values or things like that. But then when I release it, I'll get that feedback from the world. And yeah, exactly. And then I could iterate, then I could see like, where am I getting my most value? Where do I need to like kind of move on or where do I have to, you know, but like going on to going on to like that idea, those, those ideas, like how would you define your own personal brand? Cause you mentioned a few things where you're somebody that likes to go all in and like, kind of make sure you have a plan and have your ducks in a row and kind of iterate as you go along. Like, how would you define your brand and like how you, how others may perceive you or how you perceive yourself? Oh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, I mean, like for me, it's, it's really hard to convey sometimes a full message or the message that you want somebody else to receive. Right. (laughs) Especially on a first impression. (laughs) Yep. Right. So (laughs) I mean, like, so no matter how many, like throughout the, all my years of tenure, no matter how many times I try to doll or manipulate or do whatever you got to do with the situation, mm-hmm. I just do me, man. Like, this is me. This is what you get. I don't care about the last 20 guys that you interviewed or mm-hmm. whatever the situation is yeah. or how many, how many consultants you finished talking to. I mean, take it or leave it. Like, we're having a conversation. I'm like, you know, if we're talking about a professional relationship, mm. you know, it, it, you come to me. We have a discussion. It's professional, and that, that's that. And you know, there's nothing else to it. You carry yourself the same way throughout every facet of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's fair. Keep it consistent with yourself, so you don't have to worry about that end of the day. Like, ah, oh, who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, be able to look yourself in the mirror and know who you are. I mean, nobody really knows that 100, percent but just know who you're looking at, right? Yeah. So who, who would you think may or may not love your personal brand of who you are? Like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's tough to say. You can't please everybody and you can't please the people that like you all the time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> right. So, um, I'll leave that open to the people that didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let them go and be like, I didn't like him here. I didn't like him there. Be like, all right, that's on you. That's not affecting my my energy. (laughs) Fair fair enough. Good response. 
Um, what was the time that you felt that you would be exposed as a fraud? Uh, like imposter syndrome style? Yeah, exactly. Oh, buddy. Uh, probably the first week of any job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, so I made it. Um, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing here. Yeah. Or quite like you just feel like WTF looking around. Yeah. They're gonna fire me any minute. <laughs> and then you make it through it. <laughs> yeah, I I know I know that feeling. But after they hired you, why would you feel? Why would you feel that way? Like, what makes you feel that way? That like, crap! I'm in the job now. I gotta. I might not make it past week one. <laughs> it's just like when something is. Well, I mean, especially when you make that first transition, that first job, you're just like, wow, I made it, but for how long? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, because like, it doesn't even matter. Like, even if I go into a job where I have like tons of experience, like let's say leveraging back my previous career, mm-hmm. it's just like you get there, you're the newbie, there's, you got to get used to like culture, processes, uh, like just all sorts of daily life that people face at their work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They And then they just make it, they're like pros. They're already like accustomed to their, to their routine. Mm. And you, you just got to kind of like try to hop in, you know, and try to match their speed. Right. So like yeah. if, as, if, as if it was like a queue, you're trying to get out on the highway or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, ah, I don't know. You think that's like a, coming from, cause like in front of the sounds of it, it sounds like a lack of knowledge, but is like, how do you gauge when you've gotten enough knowledge for that feeling to not be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's a good question too, man. Uh, you know what? It just I, the only way I could say it is I'll just do my thing, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I'm gonna learn anyway. I'm here to learn. I have knowledge that I come with, but I'm still here to learn mm-hmm. their processes and whatever to get in line whether it's a small company or a large company, because you always have to uh, integrate, right? Yeah. And uh, you just start getting that, like, feeling of, like, you know what? I kind of I get a little bit comfortable. Like, things start, you start kind of letting the flow, or you get you get little wins, like, oh, today I did this. And then you, like, expand on it. Like, just set, I set, like, little goals for myself outside of what I'm supposed to be learning and, and invest a little bit of time, like, for, I'll give you a good example. Uh, when I started my my new job, like my first job as a dev, they were like, oh, here, try this stuff. Here's some easy stuff for you. And I went into the product backlog. I looked at a bunch of cards, seen how old or whatever the situation is. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to learn on my own time by fixing these problems. Right. You know what I mean? And it was like, so just find the little stuff that gives you that little bit of that little boost of confidence and little wins here and there, right? Yeah, I think that's I think that's actually a very important point because when you start looking to be like, oh, I want to change this whole industry, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock these guys' socks off at the first attempt, and then you you bite off more than you can chew. That could be more discouraging than like, oh. I didn't get a big win in a while, but I'm getting a bunch of small ones. I, I'm doing a little. I'm I'm making my way there. They're noticing me. I'm starting to get more, like, aware of what's happening around me. Yeah, and I think I think one of the biggest things that people 
fear, I mean like, or whatever, just in general is like rejection, right? You don't want to be like, Oh, well this sucks. What the hell are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's unfortunate. There are employers out there who have that kind of relationship. You know, I, I mean, I've been through it. Everybody's been through it for the most part. If you've never had a job, eventually you will may go through it. But, but what, I guess what I'm trying to say is like people will respect you more for showing the initiative that you are trying to do something with it, especially if you're being hired junior on a career transition. Right. You know what I mean? If you're a person who's switching careers or just starting your career or whatever, it, it, it's kind of like, well, you're not showing up nine to five, just a dip. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're just finished learning and you kind of want to keep that momentum going uh, and show them that on your own time, it's not just about the job. You're just there to learn and absorb and become a better person. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, like especially with work professional person, I should say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's less like through any type of thing in life though, even if it's like a hobby that you have to get better at, like a sentiment that I feel like um you brought up a few times was like, all I could think of is like this idea of being a little bit humble where it's just like, you can't come from a place of to learn if you think you're the shit. If you're like, if you're like, Oh, I know everything. Like I was a junior, I was at the top of my class and you go into a workplace like that. Like the fall is harder than if you come and just, and you're just like, you know what? They know stuff. I don't know. I know stuff. They probably don't know. Let's see. Let's see how I could get more value and add more value over time instead of like, I'm the best. Give me all the work. It'll be done by Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, like early in my in my time, I always think, used to think I was the shed or something like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, over, over time, you learn. Uh, so I, you know, heed these learnings for your own purposes. Uh, but like, I don't know, man, like I got, I got to where I got like through, you know, rinsing and repeating. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know any other way other than just keep, keep on going through it. Right. Mm. But not like with insanity where you're doing the same thing you're making me different results like you're actually learning from your mistakes and changing the plan iterating instead of running into the same brick wall <laughs> until it finally gives or your head does yep was there ever a point that you had where you felt like um like you weren't being authentic like you were like you're having a bit of an identity identity crisis of like who you're supposed to be, who you're looking to be, all these other opinions that are like kind of moving you towards more of a path that they want instead of like what Dennis wants. Um, it's it's funny because I never thought that before until I went to Florida. Like I said earlier, yeah, like, like I was just in my own little world. Everything was cool. And like, I thought I was getting paid well. And like, it was just, I thought I was doing what I wanted. And then when I came back, I was just like, what am I doing with my life? This isn't me. This isn't who I want. And then it's it just, although like most people 
were like, oh, don't feel bad. But like, I didn't really I talk to my wife. She was like, oh, you trying to be depressed or whatever. I was like, no, I'm just trying to like understand like what's going on. Like, like it just totally turned me upside down. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was definitely like an identity crisis where I was just like, it made, but you know, something like that makes you think deeply about yourself or at least it should. Mm-hmm. Or I should say, at least I hope <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it fund- fundamentally changed who, who I am. I, and again, it brought me here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, through a completely unexpected route for him. Like, I didn't even consider doing this. Yeah. That's the crazy part. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even a thought that ever crossed your mind until that Florida moment happened. Yeah, I mean, like you can call it an epiphany if you want, but it, it's is I'm like it's just it's weird to like have such a great feeling and then just have such a crash at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I oh my gosh, I know what I want to do with my life. What I've been doing is so wrong this whole time. <laughs> and like, where do I start? Yeah, like it's it's funny how. It, Maybe it was jealousy. Maybe it was. It's just funny how these like primal emotions can really fuel your your curiosity and, and change your life. I mean, it's crazy, man. And it was like it was like mainly your wife that was supporting you through the process because you said like other people were saying you're crazy, but it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So my wife was very supportive about it. I'll be honest with you. So that's another good thing. Cause like you got to have people that believe in you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to believe in yourself first and foremost, mm-hmm. period. And ain't nobody going to do anything for you except for yourself. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, but like having people to like kind of support you through the process is really important. Like my family was like really iffy about it until, uh, it actually started really happening. And they were like, Whoa, well, I guess, this happened so (laughs) (laughs) so i mean like they're gonna support right yeah but i mean like yeah my friends thought it was like crazy they were like you know you have a car you have you own a place like what the hell like like i had to shuffle around like yeah i mean like in order for me to do this i had to sell my place yeah in order to generate income to be able to afford school yeah and not work right yeah and then coupled with my savings and then so it's like a big risk i basically gave up the whole my family's home yeah right and that decision alone is not easy to discuss or bring up yeah or even execute yeah you know that's where like i like like i keep saying like you know you have to really understand the commitment you're going you're willing to make hmm. and and pull through it yeah because like there's a lot at stake in life you know what i mean hmm. and, and it's you know sounds cliche or whatnot but like you know i had to send my i had to send my wife to europe for i think it was like three and a half months the course yeah i sent her like traveling through europe with the baby like so this way i i didn't feel guilty to do 16 18 hour days yeah at school you know what I mean? Hmm. Because that's what it would take for me to get that in there, get that knowledge, right? Yeah. And, and again, it wasn't part of the program. They didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. But 
that's like what I felt I needed to do to come out on top. Right. Right. It's again, it's not about status quo. It's, it's about investing in yourself too. Right. Right. And like, <clears throat> so it's crazy. Now that I think, you know, when you step back and you're like third person, yeah. And you look back. Yeah. Uh, it, I can see why some people thought I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is this this is some serious intensity that this has. But yeah. it's like, but it's it's like also inspiring because it's like you are putting in that those hours invested in yourself. You're investing in your family still, so it's like at the time when you're going through it, it seems like it's too much, like it's too crazy. And like if you're still going through it now, I'd probably be like, um. <laughs> a dude <laughs> but like to hear that you went through that and the position that you're at now it's just like dang that's that's pretty amazing because like you had that short term of the pain of going through that and now you have like just a better trajectory for yourself because you took that time to sacrifice and really give your time your family that time for you to grow yeah so that you could help yeah, and like I, you know, again, I was I was fortunate that my situation allowed it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and again, everybody's situation is different, mm-hmm. so you have to find those hooks in your situation that will allow you to accommodate whatever trajectory you want to take. Yeah. Right. Um, so you know, you can't jot down and watch people and, and follow exactly <laughs> what they do. But it, 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 you know, if I were to give somebody a takeaway, and this is uh, students ask me this all the time, and it's like, again, only you know yourself the best and your situation the best. So you have to work around that, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like, totally worth it, man. But I, I'm not homeless. I ended up getting a place right after. Nice. <laughs> in case you're curious. He's back on his feet, everybody. He's all good. Yeah. Everything's cool. Well, it's, it's Toronto. Real estate is lucrative, so it was never really hurting, but that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, for like the main segment, we're pretty much done. Um, I'd like to ask you a couple um, rapid-fire questions just to get a – it's like you could give a very short response for these. You don't have to go into major detail unless you want to. But like, it's just like um, a few questions. Like, um, what is un? What is one attribute that has contributed to your overall success and growth? Uh, diligency. Diligency. And who has been a great inspiration in your life? My wife. Nice. Um, who has been your biggest cheerleader for your success? <laughs> Oof. You know what? I don't want to sound too vain because. You should always be your best cheerleader, buddy. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give my wife the cut the nod on that one. <laughs> she listens to this episode and be like, I gave you the last one, so I just want to give myself half of this one. <laughs> what's what's one lie you had to stop telling yourself? You're the best, man. What is a hobby that you do outside of work that keeps you grounded? Ooh, damn. Learning? (laughs) 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 Um, What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, Best advice I ever received. Don't look up. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know, man. There's so many advice is good. Oh, I could think of some naughty ones. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They're all good. <laughs> no, you know what? Never give up. Never give up. If you had 60 seconds with yourself when you came out of high school, what advice would you give him? Oh, man. Hindsight is twenty twenty. so just do what you got to do, bro. What is one book that you'd recommend? Ooh, damn! I only know technical books right now, man. I don't, I don't read. I don't read fiction books, so uh, nonfiction, fiction. I love me nonfiction, so <laughs> technical books are good for me too. Yeah, you know what? I'll just tell them. I'll just go like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> nice. Um. What's one piece of parting advice that you have for the listeners? One piece of parting advice. Uh, well, you know what? Just just be you and know that people will respect you if you're true to yourself. Hmm. And what's the best way that the listeners could reach you? Uh, LinkedIn, uh, Dennis Duhota. D-U-D-E-N-I-S-D-U-J-O-T-A. Give me a holler. I'll uh, always help you out no matter what. Awesome. I'm really glad to have you part of this episode. I know just from your mindset when we were going to class, you're somebody that I really wanted to reach out to when it came to this podcast. So thanks very much for joining us today and catch you next time. Take it easy, bud. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking the Imposter. To stay up to date when episodes are released or to become a guest on the podcast, you can visit our website at www.breakingtheimposter.com. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so we can make sure the imposter stays broken.